Welcome to the Thinnest Veil Podcast, a place where we talk about spirituality, ceremony, religion, and connection. This is a podcast where we explore storytelling, the big mother's Mary and Mother Earth, social justice Jesus, magic, sermonizing, intuition, and so much more. I am your host, Dr. Melissa Bird, a clairvoyant lay preaching Christian witch with a penchant for fast cars and living in infinite potential. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Thinnest Veil Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Melissa Bird, and I am grateful that you are here with me today as I read for you a sermon that I wrote upon my return from the caves of Maria Magdalena, a place that was so profoundly transformational my literal DNA will never be the same. Beloved creator, provide us with the wisdom to discern when it is the moment to step back and let your holiest of spirits move in. Keep us wise to the knowledge that your voice is heard and received and that it is your Holy Spirit that does the growing of the seeds that we plant by walking the good road in your way. Blessed Creator, you have taught us that where love abides, there is also forgiveness. For if we forgive without love, what use is forgiveness? Teach us to walk according to this love so that when we are ready, our forgiveness of others comes from an open and vulnerable heart. Lord, give us the courage we need to humble ourselves and seek forgiveness. Give us the fortitude and protection we need to be vulnerable and open to change. Blessed Mother and Father of all that is, guide us in your way of love. Amen. A few weeks ago, I was on a tour bus in France on a pilgrimage to the caves of Maria Magdalena. I had my walking sticks and knee braces on, for my osteoarthritis was not going to keep me from this walk I had been looking forward to for over a year. As I wandered through her basilica, I wept in front of an image of the Mother Mary holding Jesus after he had been crucified. I found it so remarkable that a woman would willingly enter into a contract to see her only begotten son killed at the end. I could feel the bones of Maria Magdalena under my feet. I began to feel an upwelling, a surge of something I had only felt in one other place in the desert of my people and the homeland of my soul. I could feel the love of spirit filling me in such a way that I started vibrating with an energy that was so big, the only way it would come out was through the shedding of tears. Sometimes when we come home to ourselves and open ourselves fully to God, there is nothing to do but cry. I stood in this gigantic medieval church and contemplated What gives anyone the right to judge another? For it is the great spirit that holds us all as we honor and give thanks to them. I was so humbled in that moment. For it is from our hearts that we forgive our fellow human beings. After we got back on the bus to head to the monastery for lunch, the tour guide looked me in the eyes and started to tell the story of how Maria Magdalena would preach the gospel all along the way to the caves where she would live out the rest of her life for 30 years. I thought about this grieving woman 
who had lost the physical body of Jesus, this physical body embodiment of the love of God, and then had left Palestine to make a sea crossing to Gaul to finish and continue to preach what she knew as the first apostle, that the love of God resides in our hearts and souls because we are made in his image, that it is within us that we hold the lessons of the gospel. If we live, it is to honor God with our lives. If we die, it is to bring honor to him with our deaths. So in life or death, we belong to this love. What I learned from this pilgrimage is that the good road is a road of love. It is a reminder that we don't have to rush to fix what feels broken to us because of God. For it is in Creator's hands. We don't have to rush to fix our feelings because of God. There is nothing in the world we have to control or fix because of God. Because of God, we can allow, we can surrender, we can open up to give and receive love, and we can pray for those around us to do the same. We can forgive ourselves 70 times 70 for thinking there is something we have to do. There is nothing to do except surrender to the love of God. After hiking for some time, I arrived at the stairs that would lead me up to the cave of Maria Magdalena. When I turned the corner, I looked up and the first thing I saw was Jesus on the cross, looking down at her weeping form, looking up at him. This image brought on cleansing sobs, and as I climbed the stairs and turned the corner, there before me was one of my most favorite sculptures in the whole world, of Mary holding her dead son, with Maria Magdalena weeping at their feet. There at the mouth of the womb of the earth, I was filled with the Holy Spirit in such a profound and remarkable way. I collapsed against the wall, sobbing. I was in such a state of willingness. I was in a deep and holy state of allowing. And as I moved to stand at the altar inside the cave, I realized that doing what is right in the Creator's eyes happens through big, believing love and forgiveness. So much forgiveness. We know it is there because we live in his image. The love of God resides within our own holy hearts. We reside in the body of the soul. And from our hearts we forgive and we must forgive ourselves first. For it is only when we forgive ourselves for believing we are in control. Then we forgive. Then we can forgive others. The love of Creator is not limited in scope or size. Perhaps that is why man has sought so hard to control it. The love of God is infinite, not finite. The love of Spirit is all of ours to receive and give freely. It is not our job to point the finger at each other. The good road is a road of love. Jesus did not teach us to stay out of politics. Jesus does not teach us to be overly polite. When we are uncomfortable, Jesus does not teach us to walk away from the things that we find difficult and complicated to talk about. In fact, Jesus teaches us to judge not lest ye be judged, to love thy neighbor as thyself, and to stand up against injustice when we see it. Forgiveness is not about supplication. Forgiveness is not about forgiving the oppressor because they are uncomfortable. 
Forgiveness is about our own hearts. It is about our willingness to not live with the darkness of judgment within ourselves. And that is what I learned in those caves. That no matter how much I am hurting, the love of God is greater than my pain. I learned that no matter how far out of control I feel, there is always a way. I stood at the feet of Mary Magdalene and realized that it was a woman, a black woman, who preached the word of God in a faraway land after all seemed lost. Several weeks ago, I told you that I experienced the most recent racist event of my life, but I didn't tell you that it happened here in church. It was the first time that I had been recognized as a Native American person, and it still remains the most painful experience I have had in a very long time. I don't know how we heal if we aren't willing to acknowledge that when a woman of color tells you harm has been done, it is the truth. I read this gospel about forgiveness, and the first thing I thought was, I really don't want to talk about this. I'm in no mood to forgive. And then I realized that is the point. When we give it up to God, as they say, when we allow Jesus to take the wheel, as they sing, we are truly surrendering our pain, sorrows, and heartache to something we cannot see and that we do not fully know or understand. And my prayer for all of us as a congregation and for the church around the world is that rather than try to make ourselves feel better when we have hurt others, that we will do as Mary and Jesus and all the other disciples and prophets did. We will remember that the love of God surpasses all understanding and it is not ours to fix. It is ours to surrender. And this is how we find joy in the Holy Spirit. We realize that when we have confidence and lightness of being, we come alive with the light of God. By walking his path of peace, we make room for the Holy Spirit to do her work in the messy places of racism, poverty of spirit, and phobias of the ego. We allow God to heal the pain of the residue of oppression. We surrender to the permission to find joy in the Holy Spirit that dwells within our hearts. When I gazed upon the altar of Maria Magdalena and Jesus, I saw that it is so. There is no other love but divine, holy love. You are holy, holy. I am holy, holy. The way we think things should be is built upon egoic structures created by the minds of men. As I stood in Mary's cave sobbing, and let me tell you, that place echoes. <laughs> Looking at the faces of Jesus and Mary, I realized that the human condition is to hold the greatest love and the greatest grief all at the same time. To love so deeply and grieve so openly as she realized he had been resurrected for the gospel to forgive us all. We cannot love without grief and we cannot grieve without love. You are divinity expressed in human form. You are because it is so. You are because it was written in the stars and to the stars you shall return. Forgive yourself seven times, 70 times. The greatest happiness of life is the conviction that we are loved. The truest truth of our lives is that we are loved and we are loved. Love is patient and kind. Love is never jealous. It does not brag or boast. 
It is not puffed up or big-headed. Love does not act in shameful ways, nor does it care only about itself. It is not hot-headed, nor does it keep track of wrongs done to it. Love is not happy with lies and injustice. Truth makes its heart glad. Love keeps walking even when carrying a heavy load. Love keeps trusting, never loses hope, and stands firm in hard times. The road of love has no end. The road of God has no end. And so we pray. Divine Sister Maria Magdalena, welcome us into your curious wisdom of the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Open within us the curiosity of the gospel and create within us a vulnerable heart so that we may bear our souls open wide to others through rapturous love and transfiguration. Divine Creator, with your guidance of forgiveness and love for our flawed humanity, bestow upon the leadership, staff, and search committee of this church your grace and discerning wisdom as they wrestle with the pain, heartache, and glory of engaging with racial justice work and the creation of a beloved community. Mother Mary, we look to you. Take into your hands the ribbons of our lives and see the snarl of knots that keeps us bound to fear, anxiety, and hopelessness. We beg you, Mother, by your powerful intercession and long fingers of love and grace, undo the knots in our hearts and in our lives. Free us to love as Christ loved. Mary, undoer of knots, pray for us. Dear Jesus, be with us and guide us in our transformations. Our forgiving Redeemer, remind us of our humanity and thy sacrifice for our faith. Jesus, walk with us and bestow upon us your wisdom of forgiveness, love, and compassion. Today and for all days. Amen. If you would like a weekly dose of love in your inbox, head on over to my website at www.doxermelissabird.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter where you will receive a weekly love note in your inbox just from me to you.